Hello, uh, this is Eli Shaubi. We'll be studying today the 12th chapter of Al Chachita uh, that will be dealing with the prohibition to slaughter an animal and its offspring on the same day. A person who slaughters a, an animal and its offspring in one day, the uh, meat of, that, of those animals are permitted to be eaten, but uh, the person who, slaughters, who slaughtered them uh, receives lashes. As the Pasuk says, uh, it, meaning the animal and its offspring, uh, may not be slaughtered, or do not, you shall not slaughter on, this, on one day. Uh, and, uh, the, and the person who, who receives lashes is only the person who slaughters the uh, last animal, the, the second animal that is slaughtered. Therefore, if one person, uh, if, he if one person slaughtered one of the two of them, so either the parent or the offspring, and then a second person comes and slaughters the second animal, so then only the second person uh, receives lashes, and the first person does not. Uh, the prohibition of Otovet uh, Beno is uh, applicable at, in all places and at all times, both in uh, cases of uh, unsanctified meat, of regular meat that we eat uh, in every uh, outside of the, of the temple, and also in muqdashin, also in uh, in meat that is eaten only uh, that is uh, uh, from sacrifices in the temple, uh, regardless of whether these muqdashin, uh, these uh, sacrifices, are ones that are to be eaten, uh, such as like shilamim or certain uh, uh, other other korbanot, other sacrifices, or if they are. Uh, sacri sacrifice, uh, they are sacrifices that are not to be eaten, such as the ola, which is entirely burnt. So therefore, if the first person slaughtered either in the uh, uh, the first person slaughtered in the Azara, in the, in the temple, and the second slaughtered uh, the animal outside the temple. Or if the other way around, if the first person uh, slaughtered outside the temple and the second sla person slaughtered in the temple, uh, regardless of whether both of the animals were unsanctified meat or whether both of the animals were sanctified meat, uh, or if one of them was unsanctified and one of them was sanctified, in all of these scenarios, the only person who receives lashes is the person who slaughtered uh, last uh, and, uh, as a result of this prohibition of Oto ve'et beno. Al-Chagima. 
אין איסור אותו את בנו נוהר אלא בשחיטה בלבד, שנאמר לא תשחטו בשחיטה שנהן הוא האיסור, אבל אם נחר הראשון או נתנבל בידו, מותר לשחוט השני. וכן, אם שחט הראשון או נחר השני עוד נתנבל בידו, פטור. It is, uh, the, the prohibition of אותו ואת בנו is only applicable with regards to the act of שחיטה, uh, right? And we already saw in the first four chapters of this uh, section of what, uh, in שחית, what is entailed by שחיטה, uh, right? Of the slicing motion using a proper knife um, in the correct part of the neck. Uh, So, and we know this since the Pasuk says, Lo tishhatu, do not do shahita. Uh, it is only with regard to the shahita, to, to the spe- this specific type of slaughter of both of them, that the prohibition is relevant. But if uh, the, first, uh, the first person um, stabs the animal, or that he started to do the shahita, but he messed up, And the animal became a nevela in his hands, right? So a nevela, as we saw, is uh, the animal becomes a nevela if the shahita is not done properly, right? So if he started and then uh, he, he paused and waited a certain amount of time and then continued uh, such that the animal becomes a nevela, uh, right? So in, in either of these cases, uh, the second person is then permitted to slaughter the offspring. That's, that does not uh, constitute otove et beno, since it's only if both of them are, are slaughtered via shahita. And so too, if the first person uh, does shahita on the first animal, and then the second person comes and stabs uh, the second animal, or if he messed up and it became a nevela in his hands, then he is exempt from any punishment, right? So, this, uh, so he did not violate any prohibition. A deaf mute person or a person who has lost his sanity or a child who slaughtered uh, alone without any supervision, uh, they slaughtered the first animal, the second person is permitted to slaughter after them since these three people their uh, slaughter is not considered to be, uh, to legally be considered slaughter, right? Since these three people do not have, are not uh, bardat, or since they do not have um, uh, 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 are not psychologically or mentally capable, uh, or we do not, we do not, uh, we, we do not trust uh, their slaughter uh, and Uh, therefore, if they slaughter alone without any supervision of someone else who we do trust to say that they slaughtered correctly, uh, their slaughter is prohibited. And therefore, since their slaughter is prohibited, it not, does not constitute shahita. Uh, if a, a, a person who slaughters the first animal and this, and And it ends up being a case of a nevela out of doubt, right? So we're not sure if the shahita was done properly or not. In this case, the second person may not slaughter the second animal. Um, but if he did slaughter, he does not receive lashes. Uh, since uh, 
it's not certain that he violated the commandment. It's only out of doubt. So there is a rabbinic prohibition of him doing the slaughter. Does not render the animal fit to be eaten is still considered a shahita, legally speaking. Therefore, a, the first person, if a first person comes and slaughters uh, unsanctified uh, an unsanctified animal in the temple, uh, right, which we saw was is a rabbinic prohibition, or if he slaughters a terefa, uh, an animal that has a sick, one of these sicknesses that makes it prohibited, or if he slaughters uh, an ox that needs to be stoned, right, such as it. Uh, Right, there are various scenarios that an ox receives a death penalty, such as if the ox killed a human, uh, so then that ox is to be put to death, and so too in some other cases. Uh, or if it was an agla which is a case of when there is a murder uh, and it is not known who the murderer is. So the betin uh, slaughters a calf in the city closest to the place of the uh, where the person was murdered was, um, and this is a type of uh, of uh, ceremony that they conduct, um, and so to a paraduma, a red heifer, uh, a red cow that is also used for um, make for purifying uh, from tumatmet from impurity of of coming into contact with a deceased uh, person, uh, or if the person slaughtered uh, to, for idol worship, right? So in all these cases that I just mentioned, in all these cases, the meat that is slaughtered is prohibited to be eaten. Uh, and many and many of them is also prohibited to benefit from them, uh, right? But they are prohibited to be eaten but nevertheless, they are still considered to be legally a shahita, since uh, they are not considered to be nevelot, right? The prohibition for them to be eaten is for other reasons and not because they are a nevela. So if uh, the first person did any of these, and then the second person comes and slaughters the second animal, then he the second person then receives lashes. And so too, if it's the other way around, if the first person slaughters uh, the first animal, and then the second person comes and slaughters uh, the second animal, uh, which uh, and, and and these are one of the situ one of the cases that we saw previously, either uh, unsanctified meat in the temple, or an ox that needs to be stoned, or an eglarufa, or a red cow. Uh, then uh, the second person receives lashes. Note, however, in this last halakha, he does not mention shashahat la'avudazara, the person who slaughters to idol worship, which was mentioned in the previous case, uh, and now Rabbein will explain why in halakha zayin. Shahato la'avudazara patur mishum otowet beno. Shaharinik hayev minafsho wim hitrubo mishum otowet beno, walo hitrubo mishum avudazara. If the person, however, if the second person, however, uh, slaughtered the animal for idol worship, 
then he is exempt from Oto Ve'et Beno, since he already receives a death penalty for uh, doing idol worship. Uh, and we do not uh, give both a death penalty and lashes uh, in uh, as a result of one action. Right? If the person doesn't act that uh, results in two punishments, one that is more severe and one that is lighter, so we do not give him both punishments. Rather, we just give him the more severe punishment. Uh, but if uh, he received warning from uh, the witnesses uh, regarding Otovet Beno, but they did not warn him regarding Avodazara, so then, uh, since he did not receive warning, he does not receive a death penalty. And since he does not receive the death penalty, he does receive the lashes. The prohibition of Otovet Beno only applies to a, a pure domesticated animal. Uh, since the Pasuk says an ox or a sheep, uh, it and its offspring sh you shall not slaughter on one day. Uh, right, so it uh, it does not then, um, so it, it is applicable only to a pure domesticated animal. It is not relevant neither to an impure domesticated animal um, or to a pure undomesticated animal. But it does, it is applicable to a case of a crossbreed, uh, where you have a crossbreed of a domesticated animal and an undomesticated animal. A behemah and a haya. Kesad, sabi al ha'ez, wa shahat ha'ez uvnah uvnah Okay, so it does apply to crossbreed crossbreeds. How so? What is, so now Rabbein will give an example of a crossbreed. So a gazelle that uh, slept with a goat, and then the person comes and slaughters the goat and the offspring of these two animals, the, the crossbreed. So then the second person receives lashes uh, for slaughtering the crossbreed. But if a goat, right, and again, the goat is the behemah and the sevi, the gazelle is the haya. But if a goat, if the behemah uh, uh, sleeps with the, uh, with the female gazelle, uh, the female gazelle, um, the sevia, then it is prohibited to slaughter the female um, gazelle and her offspring. But if he, uh, but if he slaughtered it, he does not receive lashes, since the Torah only prohibited a cow, right, a behemah, and its offspring, and it did not prohibit a a, a gazelle and its offspring, right. Uh, a haya and an un, a domesticated animal, and under right, it only prohibited domesticated animal and its offspring. It did not prohibit undomesticated animals and this and its offspring. Um, right. So the difference here between the two cases is that in the first case, 
the goat is slaughtered with the crossbreed, whereas in the second case, the uh, right, so that's the abhema being slaughtered with the crossbreed. In the second case, it's a haya that's being slaughtered with the offspring, an undomesticated animal with the offspring. Uh, if the uh, the offspring of the uh, female gazelle, gazelle was a female, uh, and then that female uh, gave birth to a son, right? So we have a mother, a daughter, and then a grandson. And then uh, the person slaughtered the mother, uh, sorry, slaughtered the daughter uh, and the grandson. So then he receives lashes. And so too, um, in a case of kilaim, <laughs> Um, and so too, uh, right? So in, in this previous case, um, the point is that it was the the daughter of this of the gazelle is an offspring, is a crossbreed. So uh, he slaughtered a crossbreed and the child of a crossbreed. So in this case, he still receives lashes. And so too, if it is uh, a case of cro a crossbreed that is the product of a type of sheep as well as a type of goat. Right, both of which are behemoth, regardless of whether the uh, the sheep uh, regardless of whether it's a male sheep with a female goat or if it's a male goat with a female sheep, still he receives lashes because of otov et peno. Anachayot. Mutar lishchot et ha-me'oberet u-bar ever me'imohu It is permitted to slaughter a pregnant animal, uh, since the fetus of uh, of this pregnant animal is not considered to be an independent uh, uh, animal, but rather it is considered to be like an organ of the mother. But if after slaughtering the mother, the fetus comes out and is alive and it uh, stands up on the ground, then we do not slaughter them both on one day. Right? So we should not slaughter this uh, fetus that is now no longer a fetus, now it's a live animal. But if we do slaughter it, then we do, we do not receive lashes for uh, slaughtering it. The prohibition of Otovet Beno is only applicable uh, is, is applicable with regards to females, since uh, this offspring is with certainty the offspring of this female, since we see the female giving birth to the offspring. Uh, whereas in the case of the male, it is not, uh, we don't know with certainty whether the, the offspring is 
its offspring or that of a different male uh, animal. Uh, but if it is known to us that this is certain with certainty its father, then we do not slaughter them on one day. Uh, but if we did slaughter, uh, we do not receive. Uh, if he did slaughter, he did slaughter. He does not receive lashes, uh, since the matter is in case of doubt whether the uh, prohibition is applicable with regards to males or is not applicable. Um, right. So, if it's a case, if it's a case of of suffix as to whether uh, it is right as to whether the uh, animal is a uh, as to whether the father is its father or not. So then it is permitted to slaughter them both on, on the same day since we have here a case of two doubts. It is a doubt as to whether uh, the law is applicable to males and it is a doubt as to whether this is the father of the offspring. Uh, and since there are two doubts, the uh, case, uh, the, the, sla the slaughtering of them both would become per permitted. Uh, but if we know with certainty that the animal is the father of the an of the animal, uh, uh, then it is only rabbinically prohibited, since it is a case of doubt as to whether the uh, prohibition is applicable with regards to males. If a, a person who slaughtered a cow and then goes and slaughters two of her offsprings receives he receives two sets of lashes one for each of the two uh, uh two children uh, if he slaughtered uh both of her offsprings and then he slaughtered her and then he slaughtered the parent then he only receives one set of lashes it's since it is only on the uh, the second slaughter that uh, we receive, that the person receives lashes. So since in the first case, he slaughtered the parent first, and then he slaughtered twice, uh, the he slaughtered two uh, offsprings. So he receives two lashes, one for each of the offspring. But in the second case, since he slaughtered the offsprings first, uh, he did not yet full, uh, uh, violate the prohibition. And then he slaughters the mother, uh, so it's only on one slaughter that uh, he violated the prohibition, and he therefore only receives one set of lashes. If he slaughtered the mother, and then slaughtered its daughter, and then slaughtered its grandson, its grandson so then he also receives two sets of lashes. One for the daughter and one for the grandson. If he slaughtered the mother and then he slaughtered the grandson and then he slaughtered the daughter, the daughter, right? So the daughter is the daughter of the mother and the mother of the grandson. Uh, so here also he only receives one set of lashes since it's only one act uh, which, uh, for which he receives the lashes, uh, regardless of whether uh, he uh, slaughtered the other ones or, uh, or someone else slaughtered the other ones.
הלכה יוד גימא. שיניים שלקחו שתי בהמות, זה האם וזה הבת, ובאו לדין. זה שלקח ראשון ישחוט ראשון, והשני ימתין למחר. ואם קדם השני הוא שחט, זכה וימתין הראשון עד למחר. Two people who purchased two animals, one of whom purchased the mother, and the other of whom purchased the daughter, and then, and they both want to slaughter this animal on the same day. Uh, so they come to court to, uh, or they come to, uh, to ask, and they come to ask who has the right to slaughter first, uh, to slaughter on that day. So the law is that the person who purchased first is the one who may slaughter first. Uh, right? Whoever is the, was the first one to purchase them, uh, he slaughters first. And the, and the person who purchased second, he has to wait until another day to slaughter his animal. Um, but if the person who purchased second, uh, per, uh, he, he, he went and slaughtered the animal anyway, uh, right, and he slaughtered it first, then uh, he, he merited to, or he got it, right? It's, he, he got to slaughter the animal. And the second, and the and the first person, the person who or per, or per, the person who purchased first, he has to wait until tomorrow. L'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chayodalet.l'chay
that uh, we have to that the per, that the seller needs to pass on this information. Uh, this is only regarding a case where he sees this uh, second person who's coming to purchase that he is in a hurry to purchase and it's near the end of the day. Since here there is a presumption that he's going to slaughter the animal right now. But if uh, there, he, there was still a lot of time in the day, then he does not need to inform the person since uh, it's possible uh, since uh, it's possible that he's not going to slaughter it today, but rather he's going to hold off till another day. Uh, because usually, if he's going to slaughter it right now, he's going to go to the to the seller. He'll purchase it and slaughter it right there and then. And a seller who sells the the mother uh, animal to a groom and the daughter animal to a bride. Uh, so here he must inform as well, since uh, since they're marrying each other, their wedding is going to be on the same day, and it's with certainty that they're going to both slaughter the animal on the same day as well. Uh, since their celebration is on the same day. And, and so too, and so too, and any other case that is similar to this, uh, where it's certain that they're going to slaughter on the same day, the seller must inform uh, in advance. Uh, so in the verse where it says on one day, so this uh, this notion of day that is mentioned in the prohibition of Otovet Beno, the day comes after the night, meaning so we are not we we're not looking at one day from sun uh, from uh, the morning until the night, but rather the the day begins at nighttime and ends at the beginning at the end of the daytime uh right like the uh like the cat like the like the the way that we uh judge on shabbat the same way that we do shabbat kisad how so now rabbin will give a few examples of what he means so for example if a person slaughters the first animal in the beginning of the fourth night of the week, so meaning on Tuesday night, not right, not Wednesday night. Tuesday night is the beginning of Wednesday day, right? So in the begin on Tuesday night, uh, he may not slaughter the second animal until the beginning of Wednesday night, um, right? On the beginning of the night of the fifth day. <laughs> And so too, if the person slaughters the first animal at the end of the fourth day, at the, at the end of Wednesday, before sunset, before sunset, right before the period of Ben Hashem then he may slaughter the second animal at the beginning of the night of the fifth day, meaning at the be on, at the beginning of Wednesday night. Right? So even if only one hour passed, he may still slaughter them both. Right? So 
ביום חמישי, אינו לא איך, he slaughtered the first animal. During the period of Ben Hashimashot, so after sunset, before Set HaKochabim, or even any time after, even after Set HaKochabim, it doesn't matter, right? Any time after sunset, uh, oh no, sorry, here it's referring to only during the Ben Hashimashot period. Uh, so between sunset and before Set HaKochabim, of the nighttime of the fifth day, so on Wednesday night, then he may not slaughter the second animal until the uh, night of, of the sixth day. So meaning until Thursday night, right? He must wait an entire day until the next night. But if he slaughters it on Thursday, then he does not receive right? Since the slaughter uh, was only on, uh, on Ben Hashem Ashot, So it's a case of doubt as to whether it was on that it was on that day, and therefore he's not received lashes. Uh, with this, we conclude uh, chapter twelve.